Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Authorities arrested 50-year-old Sonia Charles of New Iberia in the death of her baby 25 years ago. The murder happened on January 24, 1994 in Generet when the newborn girl was found dead in a trash bin at a car wash. Detectives reopened the case after new leads developed. From the re-examined evidence, detectives found a DNA profile that matched with a family relation. A DNA sample was taken from Charles and a match was made that identified Charles as the mother of the baby. Sonia Charles was booked into the Iberia Parish Jail for first-degree murder. No bond has been set. Wow, this is unheard of. First of all, this tiny baby girl left to die in a cold metal drum outside a gas station. The temperature is dipping through the night. The little baby was found dead, sucking her thumb for comfort. She was in a plot. Jane Doe, an unidentified little coffin. Until in the last days, literally a miracle. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us, with me, an all-star panel led off by Major Wendell Rayburn. Cataline Therio, Comprehensive Victim Intervention Specialist at Louisiana 16th Judicial District Attorney's Office. Cheryl LaPointe, Genetic Genealogist, The Gene Hunter. Dr. Ryan Fuller, and boy, do we need a shrink. Dr. Michelle Dupree, Renowned Medical Examiner out of South Carolina, author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide, and renowned defense lawyer, former prosecutor out of the Atlanta jurisdiction, Daryl Cohen. With me right now, investigative reporter with KADN News 15, Leah McNeil. Leah, ho- hold on, Leah, to Major Wendell Rayburn out of the Iberia Parish Sheriff's Office. Major Rayburn, I don't know if congratulations are in order at a moment like this after so many years of a, quote, cold case identifying a tiny baby's body. I remember as a prosecutor when I would get a conviction on 
a hard-fought murder case. People come up and congratulate me, and I wouldn't feel like congratulations were in order at all because everybody was leaving that courtroom with a broken heart. But in this case, Major Rayburn, uh, there are congratulations in order. How is your office feeling now that this tiny body has been identified? Everybody's satisfied, Nancy. I mean, they are, uh, they've reached a conclusion on a case, and as you know, that, that's always gratifying. You know, we uh, congratulated our detective for completing the case. Uh, the work's not over yet. He's still got, still got work to do. He's got to get it prepared for prosecution. But, you know, you know he got the, the, the pat on the back he deserves, and, you know, we're very encouraged by, by what happened and the, the process that happened, you know, with the science coming into play. You know, a 25-year-old cold case now solved. Let's just start at the beginning. Back to our investigative reporter joining us from KADN News 15, Leah McNeil. Leah, describe to me how this little baby was found sucking its thumb. Well, it, it's truly heartbreaking if you just look at the, the facts of the case. She was found in a trash can just thrown on the side of the road near a car wash in Generette, Louisiana, and was found, like you said earlier, sucking her thumb for comfort. She had her uh, reports say that her um, umbilical cord was still attached, so she had was just thrown in there right after birth and just without any, with, with no one. She was there alone by herself in a trash can and died alone. Mm. Mm. Oh, my goodness. I, it's just so hard for me to take in. Dr. Ryan Fuller, clinical and forensic psychologist, joining us. Dr. Fuller, I, don't, I, I just can't get it. When I see a cat or a dog, I, I nearly missed a flight the other day. I was heading up to Winnipeg the lovely Winnipeg, to work on a Hallmark Christmas movie. And I was very beside myself. I had to leave my family at church, okay? The twins, very likely misbehaving in the balcony, very likely, in order to catch this flight. And snuck back by the house to see my mom to make sure she was okay before I left. She was snoozing away. And on the way to the airport, I see a dog running up and down the street, I'm like, oh, dear Lord, you are testing me this morning because I know I've got to get out and keep that dog from getting run over. Luckily, I just happened to see a guy step out of his door, uh, a grown man who is a leader in the Twins Scout troop. And I yelled out the car window, you have got to help me, Mr. Man. I didn't even know the guy's name. I said, I'm going to miss my flight for work. Can you please take this dog so he doesn't... And the guy did take the dog, and I made it to the airport. And I'm just, my point is, in a very roundabout way, Dr. Fuller, this little baby was found completely naked, put down in a cold 55-gallon metal drum, and as Leah pointed out correctly, behind Bob's car wash in Generette. And it had to be in the dark of the night. How do you, couldn't even leave a dog. How could somebody leave a little baby, Dr. Fuller? Just leave it in a trash can, a drum. Yeah, I don't think many of us can, can ever make sense of anyone um, doing anything like that to another living human being. And I think when we imagine the kind of empathy and feelings and thinking that we imagine a mother to have, you know, this is something that is difficult to, to believe. I mean, as you said, you had empathy and compassion for, for a dog. 
Um, and I think it just goes to show, you know, in a situation like this, we don't know what was going on for her cognitively or emotionally, but clearly, you know, she's not thinking about uh, what the repercussions are for this other living human being, in this case, her, her own child. And for you, a mother, I, you know, I don't even think there's any way for you to make, make any sense of it from an emotional standpoint, a psychological standpoint, or a cognitive standpoint. It just it seems beyond, beyond imagination. It's just, it's just making me cry even thinking about it, um, thinking about what that child went through. To Cataline Therio, Comprehensive Victim Intervention Specialist there at Louisiana 16th Judicial District Attorney's Office. That's a mouthful. Cataline, just thinking about the baby there through the night. You know how many times, and, I, and I'm certainly not the world's best mother because I tanked the twins up on Krispy Kreme donuts last night. We had a donut party um, right before they went to bed and do all sorts of things like keep them up late and make them play until I'm ready to go to bed. Cataline, just the thought of this little baby being left in that drum the way she was to die, and she was covered up by newspaper so nobody would see her. Nobody was there to hear her little cries. She probably couldn't cry any louder than a kitten just born. And I remember Kathleen when the twins, oh, here I go. Here it comes. Daryl Cohen, you've got to stop me. Okay. I remember when the twins were born, I had to hold their little head up to bathe them and take care of them. And this little baby was left like that, Kathleen. It's, it's so sad. And as the doctor said, we don't know what was going on. But I can tell you, by losing my only child, I, I don't know how this mother could have done that. I really don't. Till today, I, I'm still trying to fathom what was going on in her mind. But that poor little angel did not deserve that at you know, all. Cataline, uh, with me, guys. Uh, very special guest today. Cataline Therio, Major Wendell Rayburn, Cheryl LaPointe. All of us joined together, Leah McNeil, K-A-D-N, about this day. And it's a sad day because we're thinking about what this baby went through, yet it is a victorious day. And we don't get very many of those in our line of business, do we, Daryl Cohen, former prosecutor, now defense attorney? There's not many days that we have a tear of happiness in our lines of business. No, we don't. I am not only sad, I'm mad, and I'm so mad that this woman would do what she did callously, regardless of whatever her mental motives were. This is a wonderful day to cap a sad, unbelievably sad beginning. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience. 
which means Zinn pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. We are talking about this tiny baby girl left to die and a cold metal drum outside a gas station. To Cheryl Point, joining me, genetic genealogist, the gene hunter. Cheryl Point, how did it happen? How has the body been identified? Well, Nancy, um, the body was actually identified through a familial DNA match. Um, in 2017, Louisiana actually started allowing familial DNA searches in the CODIS system which basically means if you don't have an exact match to a criminal in the system, you can run the DNA for a family match, such as a parent, a sibling, or a child. And in this case, the lab, um, Acadiana Crime Labs, actually had a good DNA sample from the baby that was taken at autopsy. And um, when the case was uh, brought to their attention, we realized that, or they realized that, um, a body very possibly would not have to be exhumed. And they ran this DNA sample, and actually, it's my understanding, they came up with a sibling match to the baby. You know, it was never in my mind that this happened 25 years ago, and there was a possibility that this child would have a sibling out there that possibly had committed a crime. So once that was run through the CODIS system, they came up with the match, and through that, they were able to identify who the mother was. Let me ask you something. Major Wendell Rayburn joining me from Iberia Parish Sheriff's Office. Major, let, let me understand something. The case is 25 years old. How did, and at the time, you guys did everything you could. Now, I understand the baby was found dead of hypothermia. Hold on, Major. Let me throw this to Dr. Michelle Dupree, South Carolina medical examiner, author of Homicide Investigation Field Guide. Dr. Dupree, I I appreciate you being with us. And certainly, you know, you heard Daryl Cohn and I crying about how we don't have many happy days in our business. Well, we don't have the leg to stand on compared to you. How many thousands of autopsies have you done, Dr. Dupree? Approximately 3,000. Good Lord in heaven. I'm very old. <laughs> you are not very old. And you know what's, <laughs> what's interesting? I guess I'm going to have to ask Dr. Fuller about this when we're off air. Dr. Dupree, after all you've seen and all you've handled, thousands of autopsies, and you too, Daryl Cohen, thousands of violent crimes. When I ha- guest with you guys, you're often the cheeriest people on the you, – you just – You just keep your nose in the wind and your eye on the horizon, to steal a phrase from Will Rogers. Dr. Dupree, uh, it's a joy having you with us. Explain to me how just simply being outdoors, the baby wasn't strangled, stabbed, shot, smothered, asphyxiated in any way. 
How do you just die from being outdoors? Nancy, it's just the elements. And again, not getting the medical attention, not getting the nutrition that the, that the baby would need. They will dehydrate. They will eventually, um, bodies can only live for approximately three days, even less if you're an infant, three days without water. Um, they just can't do it. This little baby, dubbed Baby Jane Doe by investigators, was found on a cold January 24. 1994 in the 55-gallon drum hidden back behind Bob's car wash in Generette. Major Wendell Rayborn, tell me the circumstances around her discovery. Now, wasn't she found not only sucking her thumb, umbilical cord still attached, and the placenta was attached to the cord? What else was in that metal drum? Well, we were able to recover five different pieces of evidence. Uh, there was, uh, of course, newspapers covering the child with uh, blood, you know, on the blood samples on there. There was a woman's girdle that we're, you know, we're thinking that she was trying to conceal the pregnancy and she disposed of this along with the baby. There were some other uh, receipts and documents in there. We're not sure if they're related to this case. They may have just been placed in there before. But luckily, the the crime lab had preserved the DNA from the placenta, the mother's DNA, and the infant's DNA for 25 years. And you know, we're very fortunate. We have a good crime lab, you know, here in New Iberia in the Acadiana region that helped us out. Tell me something. 25 years passed, Major Rayburn, and at the time, you guys did everything you you could. You even went to the lingerie shop where you believe the girdle was sold. Because it's a very, very small town, and I was stunned. Nobody noticed someone was pregnant and then suddenly wasn't. You worked the case. Your office worked the case. What took so long to realize or to think of taking the DNA and putting it in a database? Because uh, there was no exhumation. It ended up not being necessary. How did you come up with the idea? Well, actually, the DNA... The the child, the baby Jane Doe's DNA has been at the lab all this time. It's just a matter of getting a familiar match against it. The uh, case detective took all the evidence and just, he asked the crime lab, I know it's been a long time, but can y'all rerun this since different criminals are having to input their DNA into the CODIS system and see if we can get a hit. We had had a lead that there may have been a relationship in another state that was in CODIS so they went that direction first, and the crime lab pointed and said, hey, we have one better for you that's even a closer match. And they told us that if you can find the family tree of this person, you're going to find this baby's mother. And that's what our detective did. We actually had a search warrant to obtain the DNA from the suspected mother, uh, but she cooperated and gave it up. And uh, when all the whistles and bells went off, we got a 100% match. You know, it was it was a very simple job after that to get a warrant and make the arrest. You know, just hearing you describe that, how does that work? To Cheryl Point, genetic genealogist with the Gene Hunter, how does that work? Well, Nancy, um, it the way that the way that it works is you actually DNA is shared fifty fifty with a parent. A child will have basically fifty percent of the mother's DNA and fifty percent of the father's DNA. So each relationship from there um varies. And it is DNA does not lie. And so when you have a match, 
say in this case, it was a sibling match. And that, again, is shared in Cinemorgans. And a sibling match will be within a certain range. And we know when we see those numbers that it does not lie. It tells you that there is a relationship there. And we can find, you build family trees and you find family. And you look for the right person at the right time. And fortunately, to have a sibling match is, is just amazing, actually, in, in this case. Because lots of times when we do this kind of work, especially when I search for adoptees, we may just have a second or third cousin match. And it's much more detailed to do that. But in this case, um, it, it was wonderful that the lab was able to come up with this match. And again, had a family member not been in trouble with the law, this wouldn't have happened. It would not have been this easy, you know, uh, not that I'm saying it's easy, but it would, it definitely would not have been this easy to actually find the family. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Crime stories with Nancy Grace. Car wash there in Jennerette, Louisiana. Twenty-five years later, answers. If you go to CrimeOnline.com, there is posted the most poignant picture, and it is of this little baby with a doll, with a little blanket around her head, in her casket. That was the most love this child ever received. Leah McNeil with me, KADN News 15. Leah, who is the mother? And I wonder what the siblings are thinking today now that they find out they had a little sister. Leah, tell me. The mother was, of course, arrested by uh, Madbury Parish Sheriff's Office. Um, 50-year-old Sonia Charles was arrested. But um, the the just getting back to the city of Jennerette, this was, like you mentioned earlier, a very, very small town. So this was a dark chapter in the small town of Jennerette for 25 years. 
So when Sonia Charles was arrested, when I went to the town the day that the um, that the sheriff's office announced her arrest, there was not one person that I talked to who did not know of this case and did not know that um, Sonia Charles was arrested and was, for lack of a better word, happy that this dark chapter was finally able to be closed or justice can finally start you know, taking place so they can get in a rain and get her, you know, convicted of this. Because like I said, almost everyone I talked to knew of this case, their children knew of this case, their grandkids, it was just, everyone knew about this, this baby. And, you know, on her gravestone, it reads, only God and her mother knew her name. And for a lot of the locals I talked to, they say they just wanted, they just want to give her a name. And that's still a big big part of this story that they just want to you know give her a name and not just baby Jane Doe. The then Generette Alderman Bob Fontenot owned that car wash and he is the one that found the baby early early morning hours probably still dark outside January 24 1994 when he was taking out trash. Now the Iberia Parish coroner James Falterman said the baby was alive when she was thrown away, the placenta and umbilical cord still attached. To our specialist, Dr. Michelle Dupree, South Carolina medical examiner and author, Dr. Dupree, how would the Iberia Parish coroner, Falterman, have known she was alive when she was put in that metal drum? Well, Nancy, when a baby is born, obviously one of the first things they do is take a breath. And so when we perform an autopsy, we actually look at the lung tissue to see if it is air-filled, if the alveoli, which are the little sacs in the lung, um, then the baby did take a breath. Otherwise, if they are not, then we know that the baby was still born. Wow. Okay, I want to go to you, Daryl Cohen, uh, now defense attorney, former prosecutor, inner city Atlanta. What will the mother, Sonia Charles, be facing She's going to be facing murder, and I'm not as familiar with Louisiana law as I could be, but she is facing murder, and I suspect the rest of her life in prison, unless unless there's enough testimony from other people who have come out and said she's a good person. But i got to tell you, Nancy, she's not a good person. She wasn't a good person, and I think that she deserves every bit of penalty that she can possibly get. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Talia McNeil, KADN News 15. What about the sibling? Has anyone tracked down the sibling and their response, if any, to finding out they have had a sister? Um, I haven't been able to contact any siblings, but I did um, run by a woman at a grocery store in Generette, and she claims to have known Miss Sonia Charles, and she said that she lived, you know, in Generette for a while, that they went to the same church. Um, she said that she never expected her to have done something like this. So um, that's that's the closest person that I found in Generette that, or if that is claiming to know um, Sonia Charles. So many leads were re-examined. All the evidence in this case reviewed. And then, amazingly, a familial match in the combined DNA index system, that's CODIS, and that led to Sonia Charles and the identification through a sibling. This was practically unimaginable. Just one year ago, 
This case, as Leah McNeil told us, hung over the community. Major Wendell Rayborn, what has been the response amongst the sheriff's office when they found out this case had been solved? Well, a lot of people, a lot of our guys were stunned, actually, because they believed this was a typical cold case, unsolvable, you know, 25 years old. Most of the people that had worked on it, the chief investigator, the chief of police from Generette has passed away. You know, it was collecting dust. And for it to come out in the light that, you know, science help solve this and bring it, you know, to a closure, hopefully to a closure. You know, guys were surprised. And we actually have a couple of employees that remember Sonia Charles and had worked with her uh, in Generette before they became the uh, employees of ours. And they were stunned. Major Rayburn, where did she work? What do we know about her? Uh, she was working at, uh, currently she was employed by the uh, school system. I'm not sure of her exact position. Uh, Previously, when she was in Generette, I believe she was worked at the Fruit of Loom Mill for a while. Uh, there's not a lot of industry in Generette, and uh, well, I, you know, I don't know much about her background from there. Wow, she's only 50 years old now, and this is 25 year old cold case. So we we know to Daryl Cohen. You know what? Hold on, let me go to this to Dr. Ryan Fuller because we need a shrink. Dr. Ryan Fuller, clinical and forensic psychologist. Dr. Fuller, she was 25 years old, if my math is correct, at the time she had the baby. She was holding down a a full-time job and has held down others since then, has had other children. So in, in my mind, clearly, she was not out of her mind or insane or had some sort of delusion at the time that she left the baby to die. So what do you make of that? Yeah, again, I mean, without without doing a full psychiatric assessment on any particular individual, you know, we would just be speculating, but certainly 25 years old, you know, your brain has developed quite a bit. I mean, there is some evidence that some of the frontal cortex and things like that may not develop until around that time, but this is not, you know, obviously not the same as a teenager or something like that. And as you're saying, if you're laying out that she was able to hold down full-time employment and she had other children later, you know, the developmental course does appear as though she, she might have been competent in very, in, you know, a number of different ways, and so it makes it even more difficult to understand what possibly could have been happening uh, in terms of her her thinking and judgment and emotion at the time to make that kind of a decision. And um, you know, obviously, what complicates it even more is you know uh, the finding of a of a girl, which sounds like the you know the inference being drawn is that she was trying to conceal it for some reason, and so it, it really just you know. You can't make sense of it, which is why you're probably asking me the question. You just, you know, we can't really make sense of imagining an adult who's competent enough to do all these other things and ends up having children later, you know, apparently wanting to have a family, um, making a choice like that. And it just, I think it uh, gets us to, to struggle trying to understand how how human beings end up in situations where they make choices like that. And uh, the horrible tragedy here is just, this infant, uh, you know, lost her life. And it's obviously just a, a horrible, horrible tragedy. Kathleen Theriot with me, and she is a victim intervention specialist there in Louisiana. Kathleen, I want to find out where you were when you found out the case had been solved. Sitting in my, when I got the text message saying that the case was solved. Because that will be our case. 
So we will be representing the little angel. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. You know, looking at a photo right now, it's a 1994 file photo. Baby Jane Doe buried in the Iberia Parish after being found dead in a trash can. And it's a black and white photo. And there is a, a whole trail of people following along. There's two police on either side of her little white casket with flowers on top. And it looks like maybe a detective carrying it. And all of these people following along behind. None of them knew the baby. None of them knew the mother. But they were all so attached to this baby and what the baby had been through. The little girl had no family to mourn her death. And the the sheriff's department and the people of Jeanette took this child's death to heart, and they all came and walked a great distance carrying her little coffin to its burial place. Leah McNeil, I'm just, Leah McNeil joining me with KADN News 15. Leah, I'm very curious about Sonia Charles and the rest of her children and how you just go back into your regular life how you walk away from that metal drum and just step away from a car wash and into your regular life like nothing ever happened. I mean, what do we know about her, Leah? I mean, at this time, all we know that, you know, through the DNA evidence that she she is the mother um, and like other reports have said, you know, that she does have other kids. You know, at this time, we, we were not able to track those children down. But I mean, we would, I'm sure we would all hope that Maybe they came later on, and they hopefully they didn't come, you know, before this child because I can't, you know, I can't even fathom how you could just go on with your daily life after just doing something like this. I, I just this whole case, I'm I'm not done looking into this case because it's just 
there's still so many unanswered questions and so many things that, you know, we all, we just want to know how did, like, how this happened, why this happened. Somebody had to have seen, somebody had to have known that she's pregnant. I don't know if it was uh, the great girdle she had on, but most people I know that are pregnant, you, you, it's, not, it's not easy to hide a pregnancy like that. And to think every day she went about her business, Catalina, wondering, am I going to be caught? With this hanging over her head, I, I guess it bothered her, Kathleen Theriot. I would, I would hope it did bother her. I really do, because no mother should do that to their own child. Major Wendell Rayburn with me uh, with the Iberia Parish Sheriff's Office. Major Rayburn, did she give any statement whatsoever? Do we know anything more about the mother's background or her family? Well, certainly I can't get into the specifics of the statement she gave other than one word, that's denial. And that's about all we got from her. Uh, like I said, specifics, I can't, I can't get into that. Uh, her family, her current family, uh, uh, basically what we've seen and been told is disbelief and uh, they pretty much attacked us, and you know we just framing her for this. Uh, the keyboard bullies of social media have come out, but you know we'll stick by the evidence. The evidence is really solid, and we're 100 percent confident that we have the mother of baby Jane Doe, and it's time for her to be accountable. I've never heard that phrase, keyboard bullies. I'm completely stealing it. Okay, I'm gonna act like it's my idea, <laughs> Major Wendell Rayburn. So right now the whole from what you've learned, the family, her family, is in disbelief and saying it's a frame-up. You know what? If somebody came in and arrested my mother and said she had done this, I would fight them like a, a wild animal. I would not believe it. I would fight them tooth and claw. I would deny it, deny it, deny it, because it would be so hard for me to believe it and accept it. So, you know what, Major Rayburn, I don't really fault her other children or her family for thinking my mother would never. You know what, people would be very surprised at what their mothers would and have done in the past. But you know how much you love your mother, typically, and look up to your mother, and that's who loves you the most. And it's such a dichotomy for me to imagine, Major Rayburn, that she's a loving mother to the other children and left this baby to die. And when I think about it, did you? I'm sure you do know, Major Rayburn, over 200 Iberia Parish locals gathered to lay her to rest. They even donated a christening gown and a bonnet for the little baby to be buried in. As one resident stated to the Daily Advertiser way back in 94, this baby was born into this world unwanted, but today she has a family. And the police really took this case to heart and took it very personally. Is that true, Major Rayburn? Absolutely. Uh, the chief, uh, until his death, was determined that he wanted to solve this case. Uh, unfortunately, he did not live long enough to see it close. Our cold case detective was the original detective that was assigned to help generate police department. Uh, I mean, his, he has reached a point that he's so satisfied now uh, that, you know, he feels that, you know, it's time for him to move on to another case. But we're not finished with this case. We still have further to go. You know, the justice, the, uh, justice has to be finished. And it's up to the courts, up to the DA's office from here on out. And we'll provide whatever we can to make sure that 
a conviction is made. You know, um, the police chief, Carrie Davis, at the time, uh, he was the acting. He just was just acting, and he really got blindsided when this fell in his lap. The acting police chief, Carrie Davis, this just breaks my heart, had officers with Generette PD serve as pallbearers to take the little three-foot casket to its resting place, and inside the casket, a Raggedy Ann doll was laid by baby Jane Doe because Chief Carrie Davis did not want the baby to be buried alone. Leah McNeil, reporter KADN News 15, what happens now? Uh, well, we are going to continue to follow this story all the way through. Um, myself and the rest of uh, my fellow coworkers are completely attached to this case, just as everyone else is. Um, she will, Sonia Charles will have to, you know, go, go to court, get an arraignment, and hopefully, you know, be convicted. And we will continue to follow this all the way through. Guys, thank you so much for being with me. Shira, Major Rayborn, Kathleen, Leah, who have worked on this case so hard and for so long. Dr. Ryan Fuller, Dr. Michelle Dupree, and Daryl Cohen. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.